welcome to Philadelphia Flyers Weekly, your home for Philadelphia Flyers podcasts. WBME Broadcasting. Each week, we'll run down player news and franchise news for the Philadelphia Flyers National Hockey League Club. We'll also feature news from around the NHL and much more. Flyers Weekly starts right now with your host, Chris Smith. What's going to have you board for week number two of Flyers Weekly? FlyersWeekly at gmail.com is our email address. I want to thank uh, a couple guys who got in touch with me this week. BJ from San San Diego got in touch. Philadelphia transplant out there. He's here in the podcast. Thanks for checking in. Also, David from Texas uh, checked in this weekend, offered some comments on the uh, Flyers defense we'll get to later on. So thanks to those guys. Make sure you send me your emails, FlyersWeekly at gmail.com. Get included in the show. Send me some content. We'll uh, we'll work on it. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about it for you. Philadelphia Flyers Weekly dot blogspot.com is our homepage so check those out this week uh, check that page out this week as well uh, offer, we, we put up uh, some posts during the week and things like that we're constantly working on that though the web page is always a, a work in process uh, so we're, we're always wor- working to make that a little bit better so check that out this week as well well, again, it's good to have you here, and it was been a good, uh, been a good week for the Flyers. Not bad, uh, you know. Even 500 record, uh, lost the opener to the Rangers, won the home opener against the Devils, and that was good to see. And uh, a lot of things going on this week. And uh, I want to start off with something this week called. Uh, we're going to start adding features to the show, of course, as as time goes on. But I think the first feature we have is something we're going to call Hitchcock's Corner, and it's just something that uh, I picked up on you know comments and things during the week that uh, Ken Hitchcock, of course, the Flyers coach um, has said and we're going to talk about them in a kind of a roundabout way so we'll kind of get started with that and we're going to start kind of look, looking at uh, first of all the thing that is kind of mixed up with the Flyers right now are the lines and it seems like uh, Hitch has kind of got the lines settled down a little bit right now of course you're, you you still have um, you still have the uh, the injuries going well you have an injury now to Chris Terrian apparently we'll talk about the injuries here in a little bit but apparently Chris Terrian is day to day with a sore back uh, you're going to have a, a number of other injuries um as well, um, of course, uh, Kim uh, Kim Janssen, or, or I'm sorry, Sammy Kapanen has been out with the, with, the, with the torn rotator cuff. So the lines are kind of in, not really in, in, in shambles, I should say, but they haven't been working out. They didn't work out on Wednesday, uh, the opener against the Rangers where the uh, Flyers lost. So basically Hitchcock is saying that uh, you know the line the line there's depth within the team uh, you know and 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 the, the team needs to get out there and he needs to show you know how deep the team really is and of course that's that's matchups it's it's working it's finding the right players who work well together so the lines have been kind of mixed up right now the lines kind of look like this uh, you got Forsberg centering a line with Gagne and Newble on the wings Mike Newble uh, you also have Mike Richards centering a line with uh, Michael Hanzus and John Sim this line looks really good I'm excited to watch this line Mike Richards, uh, Michael Hanzus, and John Sim. All those guys had, uh, I believe, had goals on Friday. Well, I know John Sim and Michael Hanzus did. I don't think Richards did on Friday. I think uh, Mike Richards had a uh, had a goal on uh, on Wednesday. But uh, the line looks good. That line looks really good. I'm excited to see how that line how that line works. Uh, Jeff Carter has to move back to the center position. If you know, we're paying attention to the games this week or over the preseason. You know that Jeff Carter has been a center his entire career, playing career. He was moved to the wing on the first line to uh, to, 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 to kind of get face-offs from the Forsberg-Gagne from that from that starting line there. It hadn't been working out for Jeff Carter, and I think it was kind of obvious uh, in the game's uh, not only uh, well on Wednesday and of course some of the preseason stuff 
Jeff Carr just seemed to be very apprehensive up there. I don't know if it was something, if it was a Peter Forsberg thing, whether he felt intimidated a little bit or, or something. He just was holding back. He didn't look, something just wasn't right there. He, he wasn't, uh, he didn't seem to be aggressive. He didn't seem to be advancing along with the play. Uh, so that, uh, Jeff, that, that kind of experiment there has been has been scrapped. And uh, Carter's moved back to a line. Uh, Jeff Carter is going to center now uh, a line with uh, Patrick Sharp and Donald Brashear. Uh, so look for that. You know, another thing too is Jeff Carter also suffered through mono uh, this past uh, this past summer, and a lot of people were saying, well, maybe there's some long-term effects, you know. And and you know, if you ever gotten mono, you know that just I mean, it it doesn't just go away, you know. It, it's with you for a long time. So a lot of people were starting to wonder, well, is there any long-term effects with that? He seems to even be uh, holding back when the game gets physical. Yeah, I tell you what, you saw it on Friday. It's quite a physical game on Friday against the Devils, and you saw Jeff. Car- Jeff Carter just kind of held back. He just wasn't quite there. So I think, uh, again, the experiment with Jeff Carter, um, it, w- it was Jeff Carter, uh, Peter Forsberg, and Simone Gagne. That is not going to, uh, that line's been broken up. And again, Jeff Carter's going to center a line with Patrick Sharp and Donald Brashear. And uh, we'll see how that goes. Of course, I don't think Donald Brashear is going to give you a whole lot of, you know, he's a bruiser. Brashear's going to go out there. He's going to he's going to look to push people around and kick people around. Uh, as far as Brashear's puck handling skills, uh, uh, well, we've seen him work before in the past, and he's got one thing on his mind, and that's uh, taking care of somebody who's who's given one of his teammates a rotten hit earlier in the game or whatever, and he, you, you'll see that from Donald Brashear. So Jeff Carter there, of course, Keith Primo. Uh, we'll center a line with Turner Stevenson and Brian Savage. Another good line there, some good depth there. Of course, of course, uh, Primo with uh, with a lot of experience as well as Brian Savage should be another very solid line there. Uh, a solid, obviously, full strength line, and uh, and Keith Primo will uh, will center that one. Like I said, the, I, I really like watching the Richards, Hanzus, and Sim line. I think if that line sticks together, that is going to be a very interesting threesome to watch as as uh, as as the season goes on. Well, Hitchcock also started Nintero Nidimaki on Friday, and uh, nothing to do with the goaltender uh, controversy here. Obviously, uh, Hitchcock wanted to get uh, Nidimaki in for a first for a few starts here before the, the Flyers actually have a six-day break coming up after um, I think it goes the 15th to the 22nd, or 16th to the 22nd. It's like a six-day break uh, coming up, and uh, Hitchcock wanted to get Nidimaki in for a couple starts before that break. Keep him fresh. Keep him on his He's not gonna. He, he's definitely going to be the backup this year. Uh, he's not probably not going to be demoted down to the to, down to the Phantom. So in order to keep him fresh, I think Hitchcock wanted to get him in the game right off the start. And uh, he looked good on Friday. He really looked good. You know, he's starting to come out of the net a little bit more. He's not hanging back in there, back in the crease. Um, and again, he, he's he's another guy. He seems to be ahead of the play. You know, he, he's really right on top of it. He he has a good idea of what's going to happen uh, when when the when the opposition comes in there into their uh, into their offensive zone. So. Uh, Nidamaki looked really good on Friday. Again, just gave up two goals on Friday, and uh, he seems to, like I said, coming out of the net. And uh, he's, he's looking fresh. He's looking fresh. He's looking like uh, he's looking like a goalie who's probably going to be a starter for this team at some point. Um, so we'll look for we'll look for him. Defense still struggling a little bit uh, with with the rule changers, and Hitchcock said that he was going to devote a, a full practice uh, to what the defensemen can and cannot do. And of course, that was he said that after Wednesday's game, and that they definitely did improve for Friday's game. You could see that defensemen were a lot more 
in sync with what was going on. Of course, we talked about some of the role changes last week, and just to kind of uh, kind of refresh on some of those role changes because we didn't hit them all. Uh, we just hit as, you know, as, as many as we could at the time. I think I even forgot to go over the shootout. Of course, there's no more ties, but uh, you know about that. But some of the other smaller things that I, I think we may have missed was was the hooking and, and some of the checking. Of course, the hooking is going to be called. You cannot uh, go and you can't, you know, as the defenseman, this was popular. This is this is how they made their living. Uh, the defenseman would go in and they would, they would hook the, hook, hook, the uh, hook the forward's arms away from the stick. They would, you know, slap and cut at the arms and things like that. Can't do that anymore. You're not going to see that anymore. You're not going to see the, be- the the checks from 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 the rear. You're not going to see the cross checks in into the into the opposition's back. It, it's it's not going to happen. That kind of stuff is going to be called. Defensemen are still a little bit confused over what they can and cannot do. And again, Hitchcock dedicated the practice this week to just that. And and the guys looked much better on Friday. Uh, and they were able to contain um, the, the Devils a lot better on Friday. So hopefully the, the Flyers will be able to figure that that, that stuff out. And you're th- I was thinking this week with some of the defensemen that we have, and you're looking at uh, you're looking at guys and and you know some veteran guys uh, like like Darian Hatcher, like the uh, Chris Terry, and like the Eric Desjardins. You're looking at guys like that, and you you really start to wonder how how well they are going to adjust to these rule changes and things like that, and uh, how how much you know quicker the the offensive play for them ha- have has been, and uh, it's something that obviously they're they're going to have to adjust to. It's something that uh, you know with them being in the league, the amount of years they have been, it's 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 going to take some time. So, and was, they're obviously quality players. I'm sure they'll once they do definitely get adjusted, uh, things will uh, I'm sure things will turn around for them. And again, we saw that we saw it much better. On Friday, in, in their in the in the win against the Devils, um, you know again if you if you watched or listened to the games this week, you know there's there's a big power play issue too. Uh, Primo has not been spending a lot of time on the ice. Obviously, Ken Hitchcock says that uh, Primo is pretty much going is pretty much used uh, not in the power play. He's used to kill the penalties, of course, at uh, full strength. Uh, so I think Primo got something like nine minutes of playing time um, on Wednesday night in, in the opener and. Um, that's that's uh, Primo is Primo is definitely an asset off the bench. It's not really going to get it done. And uh, if you're going to keep Primo off the bench, in my opinion, because you're on the, excuse me, if you're on the power play, uh, you, we, something needs to improve there. And Hitchcock's basically saying at this point, he's saying, look, you know, the power play is going to come into its own. It's it's going to it's going to become effective. It's going to happen. Hitch seems to be a little bit more worried right now about creating qu- more quality chances out there on the ice and uh, when it's maybe full strength and things like that. Of course, like you mentioned, the power play will come along, but uh, if you watch the games, and again, you know, it's it, it, it's early in the season, uh, but I think one of the concerns that Ken ha- Hitch has is uh, get, just getting quality chances produced uh, out there in, uh, in the Flyers' offensive zone and not having to worry about scoring so many goals on the power play. Flyers had something like 10 power play chances on Wednesday in the season opener. Not going to get nearly as many of those chances as the year goes on. It's just you're not going to see it. You're going to see a lot of I think you're going to see a lot of penalties early on. And you're going to see a lot of power play uh, issues early on until players get, of course, accustomed to the rule changes and things like that. And I wanted to mention a comment here that David uh, had, had emailed. David from Austin, Texas, had emailed me this week, and he had said that uh, the, one of his biggest concerns uh, with the season was going to be about the defense and about all, the, all of the uh, 
all of the penalties that are going to be called. And I, again, I think it's just a big adjustment time right now. The first couple games, first couple weeks, you're going to see a lot of players adjusting to that. And uh, especially the offense too, you know, the power play uh, unit right now, special teams struggling a little bit maybe. Uh, they are 2-4-15 in power play chances, power play ops. And uh, we'll see as the week goes on. Uh, how if that can be improved? Uh, so hopefully the Flyers are able to to, to come along and uh, improve on on the on the special teams. You get ten power play chances in a game. Be nice to cash in on a couple of those uh, because if you do, you have much you have a much better chance of winning the game. Obviously, and especially in a game like Wednesday uh, when the final score was five to three, it's a two goal deficit. Uh, you score on a couple of those power play opportunities, and the game could have a different uh, could have a different look. So, again. Um, Special team struggling. Uh, Hitchcock saying, "Hey, look, I'm not going to really worry about that right now. Uh, we're going to we're going to concentrate on just really creating a lot more quality scoring chances uh, when it's full strength." And I think you could see that happening on Friday in the Devils game. Uh, there, you know, the, most of the goals were, were really. I mean, they even scored. There's even a shorthanded goal uh, scored on Friday. It was uh, the uh, Turner Stevenson and uh, I think uh, Keith Primo. Uh, line that um, that scored that one. That was a good one. Uh, so we'll see how all that stuff plays in. Um, and uh, again, the uh, the penalty killing seems to be okay. I think um, I think the uh, the Rangers did get one. I, I know the I know I know both uh, Devils goals on Friday came uh, while the Flyers were shorthanded. Um, so it could be an issue there of you know some penalty killing and things like that. Again, it's so early in the season. Special teams lines I don't really have those organized here, but uh, as soon as I do, we'll talk about those. You, of course, you know Keith Primo is 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 is, is the big guy. It's a big penalty killer there for the Flyers. So. Keep an eye on the special teams, and uh, it's going to be that's going to be a very important part of this uh, of, of this of this season this year with all the rule changes. You're, you're going to see a lot more penalties uh, as as time goes on. Uh, injury report for this week: uh, we had mentioned Chris Terrian uh, earlier in in the show here a couple minutes ago. Uh, he's listed as day to day according to PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. Back spasms is what they're saying for Chris Terrian. Um, if he goes out. Uh, I'm just looking at the roster here, and I was th- thinking about this earlier. Dennis Seidenberg is also out. He got nailed at, in, in that in that Rangers game uh, concussion. He is definitely he's out indefinitely, according to Fly- PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. Uh, he will probably he's going to be reevaluated reevaluated on Wednesday. This coming Wednesday, but uh, we all know Keith Primo had a, had an injury like that last year. How many other players? You know, had a concussion. Returning from that seems to be quite a, quite a feat. So I, I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. If Seidenberg goes down, and he is down, and uh, Chris Terrian is unavailable, well, you're left uh, on the left defense. You're left with Darren Hatcher, Mike Rathje, and uh, that's it. So they're going to have to shovel some things around there, and uh, we'll see how that plays in uh, as far as the defense goes for the for the Flyers. Terrian would definitely be a shot. Uh, and 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 in, in the back, if we didn't have him, obviously, um, can't really afford to lose a whole lot more. Of course, Darian Hatcher 
Hatcher is serving. Well, the, 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 this, this game coming up against Toronto, uh, of course, he was serving a three-game suspension from the, the last season. Uh, and, of course, his suspension will be over with uh, this this game coming up here in Toronto. So we're without Darian Hatcher. We're maybe without Chris Terrian. Uh, we are definitely without Dennis Seidenberg. So the defense is uh, it's be interesting to see how Ken Hitchcock uh Mix, mixes things up in defense uh, for Tuesday night's game against Toronto. I'm going to take a quick ID break. We're going to come back. We're going to look at the uh, Rangers and Devils games uh, this past week, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about that and who scored for Flyers, who looked good, who looked bad, and uh, what the Flyers had to look forward to this week. They have Toronto, they have Pittsburgh, and they have the Islanders coming up this week. We'll take a look at those games and uh, see what the Flyers need to do or see what they're up against. Hang on and be right back. Your home for Philadelphia Flyers and Philadelphia Phillies podcast. WBME Broadcasting, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Now, back to more Flyers Weekly with your host, Chris Smith. Welcome back to Flyers Weekly. Of course, flyersweekly at gmail.com is our email address. Make sure you hit us up this week. And uh, philadelphiaflyersweekly.blogspot.com is our homepage. Well, the first game, we mentioned the first game, and, and you know the first game, the uh, season opener was not very pretty <laughs> against the uh, against the Rangers. Flyers lost that one 5-3. Uh, and uh, it was a game in which the Flyers very well could have won. Of course, you know, the uh, Flyers had a 3-2 lead at one point going into the third period, I believe. Rangers scored three in third, and uh, two by Yarmir Yager. And uh, we talked about the Flyers special teams. We're going to have to turn it up. Bottom line, um, they just... Basically, the Flyers basically got outplayed in the third. Defensively, uh, they got whooped. They got outplayed. Just, and offensively, it even seemed like the, the, the Rangers defensemen were just a step ahead of all the Flyers forwards the whole third period. Uh, they just the, the forwards were just in like second gear. They just couldn't get they couldn't get a jump on, on the on the Rangers forwards. And I'm, I'm looking at, some, at, at at the depth chart for the Rangers. I'm thinking, how are they getting in front of these guys? I mean, the only the only thing I can I can think of at this point right now. Is uh, yeah, they, they have a little bit of speed, but uh, they they they've the, the Flyers forwards just must have been really dragging. And uh, we talked, you know, for one thing, Forsberg played in, in one preseason game. Uh, Primo missed some games, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So probably a, a, quite a bit, quite a bit of rust to to shake off here. In fact, Primo only played that was a game he only played 11 minutes of ice time uh, because of all the power plays. Of course, Primo again is not going to play on the power play unit. Uh, he's going to kill the penalties, and um, it just it just it, the third period just did look looked very. It's just like they lost the Flyers just lost life in the third period. So they just basically got outplayed by the Rangers in the third. And uh, like we said, Yager had two goals and um, Flyers goals by Gagne, Mike Newble, and uh, uh, Mike Richards, uh, so that was definitely good to see there. Mike Richards getting his first uh, first career NHL goal. It's kind of cool to see. Well, Friday night, the Flyers defeat the Devils 5-2. Much better situation on Friday. Second home game of the year, and uh, everything just looked much better. Now, before I wanted to mention something also. If you saw the uh, the opener, the season opener, the home opener on OLN, it was on the Outdoor Life Network, and that was, of course, a national game. I think everyone could get that. I want to know what your thoughts were on that. And uh, send us an email at flyersweekly at gmail.com. Of course, it's game one tonight. Um, game's on this week. Um, and kind of rough <laughs> for OLN. 
call in uh, for covering things. The thing, you, you got Mike Clement or, or Bill Clement. I'm sorry, uh, kind of anchoring the back at the back at the home studios there, and Mike Emmerich, his old broadcast partner with the Flyers, out doing games. Well, for one thing, Emmerich wasn't there. Apparently, Emmerich is uh, was he the New Jersey? Is he the Devils announcer? Uh, I read an article somewhere where Mike Emmerich uh, will be. Is is I guess with with his contract, he is uh, required to do Devils games first if he has a commitment there, and then he'll do the OLN schedule. wasn't aware of that. Was assuming we we're going to get Mike Emmerich for all the OLN games, and uh, the, the team they had set up there on on Monday just didn't seem to get it done. Uh, so I was kind of upset to see that. The, the the overall picture, I don't know if everyone else saw this or not, but the overall picture was fuzzy. It was blurry. Camera seemed real zoomed in. You couldn't see what was going on. Uh, you only see the player basically with the puck and, and and a little bit above that. You couldn't even see the boards on the other end of the ice, on the other on, on the on the uh, on the high end of the ice. Uh, so it was some probably some things to work out there for OLN. Again, Bill Clement back at the studio, kind of being the anchor man there, did a pretty good job. Um, he just he yeah, there's a guy who offers so much as a commentator though, and I just see, hate to see him, you know, being in the studio and that kind of going to waste. Uh, <laughs> Keith Jones was also there. You remember from the, from the Philly area. You know Keith Jones. He does uh, the Comcast uh, uh, Flyers post game live. He also does that. So um, you saw Keith Jones in the studio, and um, those two did a they did a really cool job. You know they have this. They had the. Uh, the the setup there where they have the little uh, ice rink cutout thing and then they, they're reviewing and they're going over plays or showing how, how plays are made they're, they're, you know, and, and, and they have a stick and their gloves there and a puck. It's similar to like the NFL thing to do on Sunday but that was neat to see because you're you're see you you have the NHL trying to get out to fans who have not familiar with the game and most of us know the rules and things like that. But then you have Bill Clement, you know, kind of showing with the hockey stick what you can and can't do with the hooks, with the tugs, with the pulls. Shows him going over you know some of the scoring plays uh, throughout uh, the league there with uh, with Jonesy and it, it was cool. It was cool to see that to put that element into it. So that's a good thing. Just if uh, we can improve Clement as an anchor man, I think we'll be in good shape. But uh, hey, I'm not going to complain. At least it's on. You know, at least you're, we're getting some national games a couple times a week, not like one time a week. Uh, LOL is going to show a couple games a week, and uh, of course we have Mike Emmerich, you know, calling the games. Probably one of the best announcers in in in, in sports, if you ask me. Uh, so a cool thing there. But getting back to the game on Friday again it was a good game on Friday. We talked about this is the game where the Flyers uh, started to turn things around a little bit better. Look, look, just look better. Of course, holding one to the lead, but lead, but they looked confident, much more confident and alive and aggressive out there in the ice. Looked like a kind of a, almost a completely different team. Of course, we talked about Nidamaki getting to start there. He played well. He's actually four and zero. He's undefeated in NHL play. Is uh, Nidamaki? So, see if we can keep that streak up. Um, special teams still kind of need to. You know, we talked about special teams. They were one for five on the power play. Michael Hansus's goal. Um, was actually at the tail, tail end of a power play. And uh, if you saw initial box scores of, of the game on Friday, you would see that it was not scored a power play goal. They did reverse that. I think it was reversed today. And if you look at some of the official box scores, it does show up. Michael Hanzus's goal was was a power play goal. So they were one for five on the power play. Devils, though, go two for nine. So both the uh, both of the Devils' goals were scored on the power play. Just goes to show, you know, again, special teams, defense, things like that, things we're going to have to keep an eye on as its season rolls on here. Gagne had two goals. Simone Gagne had two, had two goals, including one which is actually reviewed in the War Room in Toronto, which 
was interesting. I can't remember the last time I remember that happening. Um, John Sim, Turner Stevenson had an awesome goal. It was a shorthand goal. Um, also, Michael Hanzus had a goal. Going back to the Stevenson goal, if you see highlights of this, and I think you can watch the highlights on uh, PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. Check it out if you get a chance. You can see the video highlights of this goal. The Turner Stevenson goal from Friday was awesome. Completely just stone Brodeur, just completely deked him. He's going in there shorthanded. I think it was uh, I think it was Stevenson and um, I think it was Primo was alongside of him. Going in there shorthanded. It was a two-on-one break away and uh, Stevenson deked once and shot it right past Brodeur and just didn't even see him. It was a really good shot. Brodeur had no idea where that puck went or where it was. It went, I think it went right underneath the shoulder or something. Great shot. Real, real powerful shot and uh, that was that was definitely cool to see. Check it out online if you get a chance. Fill up flyers.com. I think the uh, the video is up there. Pretty cool thing to watch. Um, so good, good. Like again, a good game on Friday. A good comeback game. You know, we got out of the. We kind of turned things around from Wednesday, and still, still some things to work on. But uh, it was a step in the right direction uh, for the Flyers on Friday. Looking ahead to this week, of course, uh, the uh, Maple Leafs tomorrow night. The, the Flyers travel. First away game of the season tomorrow night, October 11th against uh, against Toronto, the Maple Leafs and. Uh, Hitchcock kind of concerned a little bit about the Lindros line. Uh, Lindros has already, I think he's, well, he's got two points this season. I'm not sure if uh, he's, I think he's got a goal or, or a couple assists. I, I'm not, I'm not sure, but they, they've been productive. That, that Lindros line has been productive, and of course, Pat Quinn up in Toronto, he also has flipped around the lines a little bit. Um, since preseason, I think Matt Sundin is out with an injury. I'm not sure if he's going to be back tomorrow or not. But their lines are kind of flipped around. Hitchcock saying, look, the, the Lindros line's been playing very well this year. That's a line we're going to have to look out for. That is a big line. They're a physical line. Uh, they got some guys on that team with some really, really hard shots. I'm sure Robert Ash will get the start uh, on Tuesday night. Uh, looking at, ahead later on this week, the Islanders on Saturday. Um... And your uh, Islander is kind of a greatly improved team. I think the Islanders. The only question there is is the goal is the goaltender situation for them. Rick DiPietro. Um, I, I don't know if he's going to stay in goal for them or not. But uh, that's that, that's that's an issue there with New York. But they're a, like I said, they're an improved team. Uh, Alexei Alexei Zhitnik uh, is there. Uh, Miroslav Zatan is there. Uh, those guys. I mean, those guys. There's some familiar names there. Um, and of course, uh, Satan, uh, you know, with 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 them getting him and some of the other acquisitions they have, they have some speed this year to the Islanders. Uh, they could they could uh, they could be a struggle for the Flyers this year. We'll have to see how it plays in. We'll get our first look at them on uh, Saturday, the fifteenth, this coming Saturday. Friday on Friday, Flyers are at Pittsburgh, and uh, we'll finally get our first chance to see Sidney Crosby. We'll get to see John Leclaire and Mark Recchi, uh, of course uh, Mario Lemieux on Friday the 14th. Um, that is um, that is a home game, and also the uh, Saturday game against the Islanders is also home. And then the Flyers have six days off, and this is what Hitchcock was kind of concerned about. About this is why Nidamaki is, is has been getting some starts. I look for Nidamaki to maybe get a start against Pittsburgh as well. Um, I think he'll start Esh. I think Hitch will start Esh against uh, the Islanders. But I think Nidamaki will get one more start before the, before the Flyers have six days off. 
uh, from October. I think it was 16th, and then they play on the 22nd. So there's six days off in there. I think Nidamaki will get a start sometime this weekend, probably against Pittsburgh is my guess. Uh, maybe maybe Hitch will start Esch both games. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens there. So it'll be interesting uh, interesting games this weekend against uh, some Flyers alumni, um, <laughs> Eric Lindros, LeClaire, Recky, and, uh, of course, the uh, improved Islanders. And uh, we'll have to see how how we fare against those teams there. Well, that's going to do it for me and that this issue of Flyers Weekly. Thank you for joining me. Of course, flyersweekly at gmail.com is our email address. Make sure you send us your emails, show suggestions, show content, things like that. We'll be back next week with another issue of Flyers Weekly. Thanks again for joining me. Have a great week. Week. We'll see you next time on Flyers Weekly. You've been listening to Flyers Weekly on WPME Broadcasting, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Make sure to join us next week for another edition of Flyers Weekly. And make sure to join us online at philadelphiaflyersweekly.blogspot.com. And make sure to send us your emails at flyersweekly at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.